Hi guys, welcome back to this week's episode of The Gripe. This is Allison. And this is Seymour Riley. Seymour Riley? Yeah, I just made up a name. Wait, who is Riley and why do I want to see more of him? Like <laughs> Seymour Butts? Exactly. Or Phil McCracken? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so that's where we're starting today, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, happy day. Happy Thursday. How's it's, it going? It's actually Wednesday. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> I'm just trying to confuse the audience. I'm already confused. <laughs> I stay confused. Um, so, did you watch Michelle Wolf? Did you watch the full thing? Um, I don't have the patience to watch. Really? It was worth it. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I read the transcript instead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love it. So, this is the White House <laughs> Correspondence Center that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I, since we're recording on a Thursday, I feel like we're, we're late. We're a little but, behind, but... But people might not be as interested in these things. Like, our audience <laughs> might not be as in tune You know what? I think the our White audience House Correspondence Center. real woke. You think they're woke? I do. Yeah, I'm giving my audience cred, man. So, it was 19 minutes long. Long. I sound uh. like you. <laughs> <laughs> And I loved it. There's a roast. Every there's always a comedian that comes, and you know the point of the comedian or the roaster, right, is to push boundaries and push buttons. In my estimation, that's how it's always been, mm-hmm. right, and to say things that trigger folks. Triggered, especially. I need to write that down. The for world of journalism triggered. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I think that if waves aren't created, then they kind of didn't do their job. Yeah. Right. Okay. So let's, let's break this down, right? Break it down. So Michelle Wolf is the comedian of the evening. And she ruffles all the feathers. Yes. Everybody's, you know, clutching their pearls and acting like they've never been to a comedy show before. Or they've never, they don't know what a roast is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everybody's saying that she was dragging Sarah Huckabee Sanders' appearance. Lies. They're all saying that the White House (laughs) Correspondents' Dinner needs to be canceled. I know. They're saying that she, like, went too far. And here's my thing. Like, the people that booked Michelle Wolf. Did you not research? Knew exactly what they were getting. Right. She has, like, Netflix specials. Uh Like, okay, don't book somebody that you think... Is you know not gonna cross the line? But then that would be so boring. It would be. It would be so. so it would be. It would be a snooze fest. And I, I just kind of love like all these uh, these outlets are distancing themselves now from her and like, oh yes, this isn't what we intended for um, the comedian. You know, like the Associated Press and who's distancing themselves? Um, some of these journalist uh, journalism sources, like the, like the AP was saying that it's created a chasm between journalism and the readers. And it's like, really? <laughs> I don't think so. I think that by you distancing yourself from her and from having the, the comedian there, then that's, that's the effect it has. You know, you can choose to embrace it or not, and you choose, chose not to. And The Hill did the same thing. Like, they're not going to come next year unless there are big changes that happen because it was so offensive. Okay, so... It wasn't that offensive. It, I'm s- I sorry. Well, and it also seemed like from... Because everybody, everything that I was reading before I watched it mm-hmm. said that, you know, there were just a few chuckles here and there mm-hmm. and people were not engaging with her. Yeah. And when I actually watched the whole thing, 
not true. Like, she did this whole bit about how Trump's broke. Uh-huh, right. And she'd be like, Trump's so broke. And then the whole audience was supposed to be like, how broke is he? And full audience participation. Uh-huh. So the only part that I that nobody laughed at was Kellyanne Conway being under the tree. Cause that, <laughs> stuck under the tree. <laughs> stuck under the tree. I don't want her to be killed. I just want her to be stuck. And then... Stuck under the tree. It was... The bit with Sarah Huckabee Sanders was uncomfortable, only in that she was two people away right. from Michelle Wolf. Which I love. That is... Totally. I would not be able to get up there and do that. <laughs> <laughs> but so, She got chutzpah, that Michelle Wolf. I do think that she commented on her appearance, so I think we're going to have to disagree here. Because... Did she? she? Well, she mentioned something about like comparing her to a character in The Handmaid's Tale, which I haven't watched, but mm-hmm. I looked up and, um, you know, there's a look there, a very austere, like stern, matronly, matronly, uh, broad uh-huh. look. And then she also said that she was like a gym coach. I mean, these are like, these are references to a certain type of look. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it was in addition to like the burnt facts, like for the smudgy eye, the perfect sm- the smol- eye makeup, <laughs> the smoldering, the perfect, the perfect smoky eye. <laughs> yes, smoky eye. <laughs> so like, she made some thinly veiled references to her looks, mm. which you know, take it. It didn't offend me, honey. Mm. <laughs> it didn't offend me none because Sarah Huckabee Sanders gets up there every day and lies. Yes. So right. The inside is ugly, and that's what we need to worry about, the inside of her. Um, Yeah, and she... I also love that she did uh, make fun of Mitch McConnell's (laughs) look. Double chin. Yeah, like he had surgery for his... What do they call it? Turkey neck. Turkey neck, yeah. Jowls. Which is great. Like, I will be so happy when I don't have to look at Mitch McConnell anymore. Oh, okay, thank you. I agree. (laughs) Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, she didn't leave anyone untouched, which I love. Even she, she roasted the Democrats and said... We don't get anything. They do nothing. And what did she say? She said, you're somehow going to... She's like, wait, Democrats are hard to make fun of because you guys don't do anything. People think you might flip the House and Senate this November, but you guys always find a way to mess it up. You're somehow going to lose by 12 points to a guy named Jeff Potophile Nazi Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> But he's a doctor. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to win. <laughs> like, I loved her because, and I think that what's important to note here is she rejected, like, the formality and politeness of what you would think should happen at right. the White House, but that is currently not happening. Right. So we have Trump, who's, like, maligns black people and Jewish people and... Anybody of color, anybody mm-hmm. that's not, like, an old white man, he has made fun of them. People with disabilities, people that are alcoholics or drug addicts. Like, so don't don't even try to come at me and say that, you know, she's, she's inappropriate. Like, we are living in inappropriate times, and she gave us what we are currently getting every day. Right. And... That's my soapbox. What she sort of left the audience with was Flint still doesn't have clean water. Flint still doesn't have clean water. And if you're not outraged by that comment and you're outraged by everything else, then check your life. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yes. Be outraged about that and not about all this other stuff that she said because that's what's most important. And I think that's what she was trying to emphasize if you were awake. Yeah. (laughs) Right? 
So, so speaking of comedians, why do you think that so many comedians are entangled in sex tape scandals? Oh my gosh, is there a new one? <laughs> there is a new one. So Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. he alluded to it in his Netflix special, okay. right? With him. With him. His own. Yes. Yeah. And now Kevin Hart is another one out. yeah it came out so he was being extorted yeah he was being shook up as of last remember September 2017 right and um it just came out that the person that was extorting him was one of his closest friends oh yeah for like millions of dollars cause there's like um a tape of him having relations with somebody that's not his wife someone that wasn't his wife while his wife was eight or nine months pregnant, oh. like a Khloe Kardashian moment, oh, y'all. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And so he was arrested. His name is... What is it? JT Jackson. And he apparently had a highly produced video of Kevin Hart and this woman in Vegas. How did he get the video? Is it a plant? That's what I want to It's like a know. teddy bear with a camera on it, like a nanny cam. And like it, it, they said, quote-unquote, highly produced, meaning did he like put videos up, the cameras up, all over the, the hotel room or what, you know, so, um, but he was arrested. Okay. Um, I think the FBI was involved. Oh, and, goodness. Um, so it's illegal to extort people. Yes. I just got to get myself all the facts <laughs> in case I get any ideas for the future. And I mean, the amount that he was going for reached over six figures. It wasn't even higher than that, you know millions. But Kevin Hart came out ahead of it. It was like, I Listen, apologize. this happened. Exactly. Is his wife leaving him? Um, not that I've heard. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Chappelle's, he didn't cheat on his wife, but he had a video of him pleasing himself, right? Oh, I don't know. Looking at a video. Is that what happened? I think that's oh, what happened. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> I <think that's> <laughs> <what> <laughs> so I wasn't even sure that what, if it was just a, a, it was fictional. Dave Chappelle's incident. Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't Somebody sent Something him a happened. video of him having. <laughs> this is what this is what his stand-up was. Somebody sent him a video of him having sex with a woman. Dave watched it. Oh. <laughs> and then things right. happened with himself. <laughs> and I think that's what he. I don't know. But how would they have a video of that happening? Exactly. That's why I thought it was fictional. That would make sense. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> it seems so convoluted. It's um, very meta. But I guess this guy, J.T. Jackson, like, he's appeared with Kevin Hart in movies that Kevin Hart was in. So he was, like, giving his friend, like, a, you know, a little help along the way. Damn, and he wanted more help. He did. And now he's going to jail. Bye. Yeah, so. That happens. Yeah. Speaking of celebrity scandals, <laughs> <laughs> what about Miranda Lambert? Have you heard of this, this shit, too? So she's now with that other, some guy. That she's touring with? Right? Yes. Uh-huh. So she's going on tour with this guy from some redneck band that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. And now he's divorcing his wife. They were newlyweds. Right. Like he was only married a year and a half. But they started dating while he was still married. Him and Miranda Lambert. Right? Well, old boy was married to his wife. Mm-hmm. And the scuttlebutt is that Miranda Lambert was like texting him at 3 a.m. And he was like, you know, it became a regular thing. And so they started seeing each other while he was still married to his right, wife. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so now he's divorcing <clears throat> right. his wife. Yeah. So then the ex-husband, Blake. Blake Shelton. Uh-huh. 
He like apparently went onto the Twitter. We are really invested in this relationship. <laughs> went onto the Twitter and said something about through shade karma, and like maybe this is the reason why that they divorced in the first place. But how is that karma? This is what For, I was trying to understand. Right, that's I was too. I was, I was a little confused. So it seems like she did the same thing to him. And now she's being exposed for it because he never said, they never said why they're getting divorced. Oh, okay. And he was trying to take the high road the entire time by not throwing her under the um, taxi. Because I hate under the bus. That's another words and phrases. <laughs> we need to write these down. What do we have? Under the bus. And what did I say? Oh, tri- <laughs> triggered. Um, so, yeah. All of that's happening, which is messy. Um... Also, our favorite Instagram star, Busy Phillips, is getting her own talk show. And you texted me the other night, like, we're personally responsible for her success. Just for following her. Congratulations, Busy. Yeah, that's fun. The Gripe and Allison and Kai have helped you. What is it going to be on? E. On E. Mm -hmm. Well, that's fun. Late night. Yeah, late night. I mean, I'll never watch it. (laughs) I never watch TV late at night. but But you can watch it, like, on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Which you probably will. I don't know why I like her so much, <laughs> but I really do. I watch all of her stories. Like, I'm invested. She's got new looks these days. What do you mean? Like, you know, the curly, curly hair thing going on. Oh, and all those braids. She's yeah. been doing a lot of, like, photo shoots. Yeah. People are... Kind of into it. They're getting them a piece of her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, 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 I'm a little I'm, bit jealous. I want a talk show. Um, dreams can come true. Okay, I'm going to keep... keep man- reaching. I'm going to keep manifesting. <laughs> um... Some dreams, you know, fall into ash and fiery <laughs> mess. Uh, so Cambridge Analytica. Oh, now they're back in the news? Why? Because they're donezo. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's karma. <laughs> That's the karma. Yeah. Um, so they announced yesterday that they're filing for bankruptcy. Oh, bye. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> because of the, the Facebook mess. Um, you know, they were... The ones that were involved with the Trump stuff and influencing, I guess, the Facebook users with how to vote. Um, and after that was exposed, they've been inundated with investigations by regulators and lawmakers. Uh, I just don't understand why people always think they're above the law. Right. You always get caught somewhere or another. <laughs> Either you get extorted, you get shook. Or you go to jail. Yeah. It's just so much easier to play by the rules, is what I think. It's what I've always thought. All their customers have um, have disappeared. They're like, no, we can't deal with y'all. Yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs> but apparently, Cambridge Analytica, the, everyone from Cambridge Analytica are shifting to another company under a different name. Oh, gosh. At so the they're same, not at the really same going anywhere. Address. Yeah, they're not really going anywhere. They're just... Rebranding essentially, so so stay woke, y'all. But it's messy. Um, um, you got more current events for us. I have one more. Okay. Um, the Starbucks Philly situation. Oh yeah, there's there's gentlemen. Yes. Yeah, so Rashawn Nelson and Dante Robinson, they um, each settled with the city of Philadelphia. Um, for a symbolic amount of one dollar, one dollar each. I mean, that is very classy and gentlemanly, mm. but I would not have taken that high risk. 
I mean, that's they were arrested. They were for doing nothing. Correct. I would have taken that money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have taken all that money because my ass was just sitting down in Starbucks, waiting on a friend, which I have done hundreds, yes. if not thousands of times in my lifetime, and I have not been arrested. Now, if I have been arrested, I'm taking all your money, city of Philadelphia. <laughs> now, they gave $200,000 $200, to young entrepreneurs Yeah, in it's going to be in a grant to help young entrepreneurs, which is great. And I think that's like, you know, what they wanted with the city of Philadelphia, right? And... You know, I think that when you penalize the city, that that just makes, I mean, taxes are going to go up or something, you know? <laughs> but they did have an unsettled um, that financial agreement with Starbucks. Oh, so they probably got some kind of yeah, money, some kind of way. I think they got paid handsomely okay. with Starbucks, the company. Um, and... Howard Schultz said he was hoping to work with these guys and use Starbucks resources to advise and support their business ventures. Cool. Which I'm into. I would use those sources. Heck yeah, I would. And that support. You got to throw, you know, if you have support coming your way, you need to take advantage of Mm -hmm. it in any way, shape, or form. So that's cool. But uh, yeah, I think that they were noble. They did the right thing. See, you wouldn't have taken money from the city. Not from the city. I don't know. Seattle, yes, because I got plenty of it, okay? <laughs> but how come I our roads are so bad? Pen- plenty of parking tickets. <laughs> All of the money right now is going into that Aurora thing. Why are our roads so bad? <laughs> Viaduct is getting torn, up, torn down. <laughs> when, my, when anybody comes to visit in Seattle, <laughs> yes, they're <laughs> like, your roads are terrible. And I'm like, they actually are really bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't have any current events, but... I did have a gripe that came up after teaching my yoga class last week. Oh, what happened? So, I teach yoga sculpt, and we, we play a lot of, like, you know, fast music, up, uplifting, high hip-hop. I'm, I'm on the lookout for my dog. Um, and so, this other teacher came in to take my class, mm-hmm. and which I enjoy. I like it when other teachers come and take my class. Because usually that means they're looking to me for inspiration. They're trying to steal <laughs> shit. So after class, she comes up to me and she's like, are you on Spotify? And she's like, I loved your music. Are you on Spotify? And I said, no, you know, I use Apple Music, which is the same thing as Spotify. It's just, just Apple's version. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you old school. I'll use that old school. Like, to me, it was like insinuating that I was old. <laughs> Now, is, am I, like, totally making up that shit? No. Uh-uh. Because I, you know, I was an iTunes person. And I still am. Um, but I actually had an iPod that I would, like, download my music to. Mm-hmm. And someone else made that same comment to me. Um, and she was, like, 20. And I was like, I don't give a <laughs> I don't care. I was offended at first. But I was like, yeah, I don't care. So, yeah. So she's like... You know, that's old school, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I wish you were on Spotify so I could come steal, copy your music. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bitch, who? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Who needs to come correct here? Yes, because here I am. I'm the one whose music you want to copy. Exactly. I'm glad I'm not on Spotify. Exactly. I'm glad it's not public mm-hmm. because a lot of thought goes into that. <laughs> exactly. Join my group, okay? <laughs> Come on to this side. So at first, here I was feeling bad about myself, thinking she's like calling me old for using <laughs> iTunes. And then I felt good because she wanted to copy my music. And she can't. Okay. 
Oh, <laughs> oh, I miss her. Okay. So that was that complaint. Do you feel better now? Do you feel like it's off your chest? Yeah. Okay, I good. Guess. Um, and then I have a complaint that's kind of segueing into our topic this week. Tell me. So yesterday I had to take Charlotte to the dentist. Ooh, um, dentist style. Yeah. Is it her first time? Second time. Okay. Yeah. How is she? She's good. She she enjoys anything where she thinks she's like an adult. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, she told me the other night that she can't wait to be a grown-up. And I'm like, no, uh, no. no, enjoy like being a kid. So I scheduled her dentist appointment at 8 a.m. now. Y'all you love know. those early dentist appointments. I just want to get them out of the way. Because I feel like, don't you schedule Always. like 7, 7.30? Yeah. Uh-uh. Trying to get there early. What? Just to get it out, get it done. Oh, yeah. So, y'all know I have trouble getting Charlotte to daycare at nine. Mm-hmm. So getting Charlotte to the dentist at eight requires a like <laughs> miracles. It, it, that's what miracles it felt like. Miracles. That's what it felt like. <laughs> so I get her there at seven fifty six. We were on a roll yesterday, mm-hmm. and eight eight oh five goes by. Eight ten. Oh. 8.15, and then the front desk person is like, we're behind, we're going to try to, you know. Wait, 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 wait. This is early in the morning. Yeah. This is 8 o'clock. You're in the weeds. That's early in the morning? Yes. They, like, just opened. <laughs> I was to say. And so at 8.30, I still wasn't back there. And I'm not the type of person that, like, expresses my displeasure. But I was just like, I'm not going to sit here in your waiting room. You know, and if you miss an appointment, like if it was my bad and I don't go, you get charged charged. $74. Are they going to pay you $74? They better. Mm -hmm. Well, so I go up to the front desk lady and it's not her fault. Right. And I was not, I did not get an attitude with her, but I was just like, listen, I scheduled this 8 a.m. meeting because I thought I'd be done by now and I could take Charlotte to school on time. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so I don't get in trouble because, you know, we'd be getting in trouble for being late. Mm-hmm. So, I'm proud of you. <laughs> so then at 8.35, Dennis comes out and he like blames the dental hygienist saying he didn't know. I don't know what they're doing over there. I was really involved in my patient. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's He's right. like, I understand that Charlotte needs to get to school. And I'm like, well, if you can see her within the next five minutes, I'd rather just go ahead and do it since I'm here rather than leave mm-hmm. and come back. So he's like, yeah, we can get her in now. So they got her in now, and it turned out to be fine. They ended up giving me a Starbucks gift card. and Charlotte, For how much, though? $15. Not 50 <laughs> <laughs> And Charlotte, a stuffed animal. Oh, okay. How much, though? <laughs> Just kidding. Here's my question, and here's my gripe. Uh-huh. If I hadn't said anything, mm-hmm. would I have gotten that gift Hell card? Hell no, uh-uh. So squeaky wheel gets the grease, baby. And I hate being a squeaky wheel. No, you need to do that. Everyone needs to do that to get their their what they're owed. So you don't think they would have given me anything for, I sure don't. for waiting forty minutes? Because uh-uh. it was like eight forty. No, forty minutes. I'm a I'm fine waiting ten minutes. Uh-huh. But forty. That's too much. That's crossing the line. Yeah. So we got things to do. He said, "Do you drink Starbucks?" I said, "Every day." <laughs> <laughs> you said, here's your gift card. And you should have said, do you have another? <laughs> I'll take two. <laughs> one for me and one for my daughter, okay? Okay. Because she drinks Starbucks, too. She does. <laughs> Cake pops. 
I'm glad you said something. That's messed up. You yeah. <clears throat> because you don't get a lot of wins in this world. <laughs> you got to take when you, when you can, okay? <laughs> so the reason why that's a segue is today, this week and next week, we are taking a theme from it being Mother's Day yes. month. And we are talking about being a mom. Now, Motherhood, parentheads. I don't want anybody out here saying, oh, but having a child is a gift and everything is beautiful. Okay, this is not the podcast for you. Right. Go listen to another podcast. But if you're already 25 minutes into this podcast, you've given it. You've been waiting for the juice. Yes. Okay, for the meal. You've been waiting for it. And here it is. Okay. Because there's gripes about everything. Yes. Whether or not it is a wonderful miracle of life. <laughs> and this is a dumb disclaimer, but look. <laughs> no one's saying that there's no love for the child. We love Charlotte, obviously. 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 Without, that doesn't even need to be It's so stupid, I know. Let's but. just have jokes. <laughs> um, so, when you were pregnant, mm-hmm. what was your big scribe about, about folks and you being pregnant? That it was just this invitation to talk uh-huh. to bring it up yeah did you notice that people were trying to touch you did that happen because you know that's like a thing that happens with a lot of pregnant folks is that you know i can touch you now touch your belly yeah not that many people tried to touch me but i uh-huh. think that comes with my aura uh-huh. like <laughs> stand the, f- the fuck off of me back off <laughs> but a ton of that it just invited conversation mm-hmm. and you know, I'm just not the type of person that really wants to talk to people in these streets. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to talk to anybody. But Wait, was it you that t- saw someone on the sidewalk and then turned right around? Was that someone else? <laughs> this is the same situation where she was pregnant, and I think she was with her husband, and they're walking down the street, and they saw someone they knew that wanted to get involved with, you know, like, Mike, tell me everything about the pregnancy. And they just turned right around and walked the opposite direction because they didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. No, I mean, that sounds like something that both Aaron and I would, <laughs> would do, do. But I don't recall that. Got it. Um, and people are just, like, rude. I think when it comes to, and that's my biggest gripe for this week and next week, is going to be, like, when it comes to, A, being pregnant, and B, you know, then having the child, mm-hmm. I just feel people are people are rude. Mm. Like people would say, "Oh, any day now. Are you sure it's not twins?" Like people would say, "Any day now," and I'd be like, "I actually have three months left." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna be gaining like five pounds a week yeah, from that's now. <laughs> real personal, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, I just don't understand why it's this uh, unobserved, like free for all. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. unspoken, I guess. Right. Whereas people normally, main, especially in Seattle, you know, people are very, like, maintain their distance. Know, so exactly. what is it about, like, being with child? That breaks those walls down. Yeah. No, keep them up, y'all. Keep up the walls. <laughs> That's funny. Um, another thing about being pregnant that I was just not into was talking to other pregnant people. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I did not want to do, like... Because it just felt like this constant uh, comparison thing of what you have done to prepare for the child mm-hmm. and then also what you're going to do after the child was born. I think that people might perceive that as support. 
and it really isn't. To right? me, it just felt like attacking. Right, right, right. totally. <laughs> it's like because I don't think that you needed that support personally, or did you? No. Yeah, exactly. No. Uh-huh. Aaron and I didn't sign up for any like pre. What is it like birth child classes? Oh, those Lamas things <laughs> no. and pre-parenting. No, no, maybe we should have, <laughs> but we did it because it was both of our nightmares to like be with other pregnant people and their husbands. <laughs> right. Like nothing would sound worse to us than that. <laughs> and my mom and probably his mom like think that we are crazy just for because we're just super private that way. Uh-huh. Like. I don't know. And also, I don't think that anybody could ever prepare you for what is actually going to happen. And I think you knew that. You know what I mean? Like, you had the expectation of no one knows what's going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? So and- why am I going to waste this time <laughs> and this money? Because just like weddings, which we talked about last week, everything having to do with the baby is expensive. Right. Those classes are expensive. People doing, like, midwives and doulas and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Expensive. And I'm like, listen, she's already going to cost me a fortune, mm-hmm. okay? Right. Let's just keep this. Let's just stave that <laughs> off a little bit longer. Just for a little longer. Yeah. Um, now, was there like a magic time that you felt like, okay, now we're ready to have a child? Like, what was that? What was the, the deciding factor? Was it just a gut feeling? Um I'm shaking my head. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. It was it was a gut feeling because it's so, not like okay. Once we have this month in the bank, or once I stop eating chocolate ice cream <laughs> at 11 p.m. <laughs> right? It's none of that stuff. It's just a gut feeling. That's what I'm assuming, right? Yes. Because right now I'm like 40, right? Mm-hmm. And I still would never feel ready to have a kid. Really? Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's just that thing's like, ooh, when is one ready to be a parent? Mm-hmm. You know. So, Erin and I got married when we were 26, and we said, we'll, ha- we'll start having trying when we're 30. Uh-huh. So then 30 came and went, and we were like, nope. <laughs> and then 31 came and went, and we said, nope, not ready. So you had these conversations, actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then when we turned 32, I was like, okay, I think that I can handle this For now. whatever reason. And I think a lot of it was, so when we turned 32, we had then been married for six years. And I started to want something like kind of a, a change up in our dynamic. I started oh. to imagine like, because um, I could see like how it would be me and Aaron forever. Uh-huh. And that would be totally fine. But I started to imagine like holidays and, you mm. know, just a different family dynamic. And right. that started to be more appealing to Got me. It. Yeah. Do you feel like there was outside pressure ever? No. What about questions about, what about a family? Da, 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 da. Um, did, that, did, did that bother you? Um, <clears throat> again, most people don't ask me those types of questions. Yeah. Our parents, we are very lucky because our parents never put yeah. any sort of pressure on us. In fact, my parents, a little too often... <laughs> would say, we would understand if you don't have kids. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Both of my mom and my dad huh. were like, we would totally understand if you don't have kids. Kids are life-changing. Uh-huh. They're hard. You guys have it made in the shade. Oh, Just stay where you are. <laughs> stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Get another dog. <laughs> yes. Huh. 
Well, because we both know people that there's those questions about when you're having kids or are you having more kids? Yeah. And I feel like those are those can, can be really invasive without knowing. Yeah. You know, so it's just really private, I think. But I think more people need to, like, start speaking up, you know. About that's personal? Yes. Mm. So those questions stop being asked because it is so personal. And a lot of people are coming out um, and talking about, like, if they have one kid and they don't have any more, um, that could happen for a myriad of reasons. Right. Or if you have no kids. Yeah. You know, like, that's maybe not in my plan or the equation, so... Yeah. It's a private question, you know. And I'll, we have gotten asked the whole, like, are you going to have any more, blah, 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 blah. And people don't understand. I know I already talked about this on one pod, on one episode. But we just always imagined that it was going to be Allison, Aaron, and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And that is going to be it. And people will be like, but she's so cute. Mm-hmm. Don't you want to have another? Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you've just you changed my mind. <laughs> because she's cute. Right. Cuteness is the only factor in having another kid. Mm-hmm. But God, like, do you hear how dumb you sound? Yeah. <laughs> I hear how dumb they sound. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any gripes about being pregnant? Well, remember the time I couldn't pee? That's, well, obviously, yeah. Because <laughs> she was sitting on your thing. <laughs> on your nerve. I don't know what that is. So... I feel like this is one of the things that only would have happened to me. <laughs> because it is so random. That is true. So my uterus is slightly tilted backwards. Or maybe it's my cervix. I don't know. It's one of those lady parts. Mm-hmm. It's tilted backwards. So when Charlotte was growing, this was when she was like... Uh, it was early. It was Maybe when she was like 18 or 19 weeks. There was a point where I had to use the bathroom. You could feel it. You had the urge. And I I went to the bathroom and nothing would come out. (laughs) And I was like, this is really strange. Like having the urge to pee and not being able to pee. (laughs) And this is when I was working full time at the yoga studio. So I would like sit on a yoga ball and like kind of move around and see if I could like change up some things Uh in there. (laughs) And then finally I called the doctor. And they were very worried about me. I was like, I have to pee, and I cannot pee. And they said, you need to go to the emergency room. And I was like, what? I was like, can I just do a... I I verbatim said this. Can I just do a certain move to, like, move something out of the way? Should I try to pee in a handstand? Because I'll try it. I will try that. (laughs) And the woman said, no, you need to get to the emergency room uh, now. And I was like, Jesus. So our good friend, Allie... Took me over, Swedish Ballard, emergency room. (laughs) And I was given the third degree by every single person in that emergency room on why I was there. And I was like, I'm pregnant. Obviously, you can see by looking at me. And I have to go to the bathroom and I cannot pee. Well, we're going to need a urine sample from you. Um. Wait, what? <laughs> I got asked for a urine sample three times. Like, do they want to extract it out of your eye? Like, <laughs> I was like, And finally, somebody came in and I was like, I feel like nobody here is listening to me. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is two times where I've expressed my displeasure in this podcast. <laughs> I was like, I cannot go to the bathroom. And you're asking me for a urine sample. I cannot offer you a urine sample. That's why I'm here. I cannot urinate. (laughs) 
I felt like they didn't trust me. Like they thought I was, you know, because a lot of people go to the emergency room and they ask for drugs. Like they make up stuff so they can get drugs. Right. I'm like, I do not want any drugs. All I want to do is be able to go to pee. And so then they're like, well, let's do a bladder scan. And I'm like, yeah, let's. <laughs> that sounds like a good that idea. That sounds like a good idea. So they look and see how much liquid is in my bladder. And it's like a gallon and a half. Oh, are you serious? Yes. That, that much? Yes. That's what? like, think of, think of a two liter of soda. <laughs> <laughs> think of a gallon of milk. And all that is in my bladder. And Charlotte's pressing on it. And I can't pee. Right. So then they're like, well, would you like us to insert a catheter? What the fuck do you think <laughs> I want you to do? How am I going to get it out? I'm obviously still upset about this. So how did it, how did it correct itself? Um, she just had to grow a little bit and move off of my bladder or my urethra. I see. Yeah. Got it. And so I had to wear a catheter, everybody. Mm. It was a look. I was into it. <laughs> it, was... it would give me some Lara Croft realness with it, you know, because <laughs> it was like um, on the side of her hip, like a like a gun holster. It was really hot. It was sexy. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about the catheter is Aaron and I would be watching TV and I'd look over and I'd be like, I'm peeing right oh, now. Stop it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, I gotta go empty my bag. And then I'd just go over to the toilet. So that would be my much. That would be my least favorite part about being pregnant. But you guys that normally doesn't happen to anyone. That happens to like a handful of people, and I was one of the ones that you that happened to. Special. Um, another thing that's kind of crazy that happens when you're pregnant, which did not happen to me, but I was worried about it, is gestational diabetes. So you can get diabetes that only lasts for the time that you are pregnant. How fun. Yeah. And I ate so much sugar and so much like ridiculous stuff when I was pregnant that I was like, I'm sure I'm going to have gestational diabetes. And I was talking to Allie about it and she was like, honestly, so worried that I was going to have like diabetes for the rest of my life. She was like, Allison, you cannot get diabetes. If you do, we're going to put you on an eating plan. And I'm like, no, (laughs) it's just for when you're pregnant. But did you have? No, I didn't have it. So you have to take a test. And then they say, you know, yes or no. So after I got back my no results, I went and got like a whole bag of candy corn or something because it was right around Halloween. <laughs> I'm ready for this now. And I was like, stuff in my face. <laughs> That's the best part about being pregnant mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, I didn't go like no holds barred because I realized eventually the baby's going to pop out and she's only seven or eight pounds. Mm-hmm. And then you got to lose the rest of the weight is me. Yeah. <laughs> I try to keep it in check. Yeah. Um, uh, I think another gripe about being pregnant, mm-hmm. not being pregnant, but just this whole process is all of the gear that you supposedly need. Yeah. Yeah. The big ministry is making some money. It really is. Yeah. And, you know, I enjoy capitalism. And I think, you know, people get their money. <laughs> get your money. But it's just, it's crazy how all these plastic pieces of crap, like, I got a pillow to breastfeed Charlotte with. Mm-hmm. $50. Right. Like, that is expensive for something that's just a minor Convenience, you know what I mean. I don't have a baby, obviously, but like I know about car seats, and 
car seats have expiration dates on them. Why? Why, y'all? That's nuts to me. That is nuts. Oh, I'm not scared of expiration dates on baby seats. No, give me all your expired yes, car seats. I will take all the hand-me-downs <laughs> if it's going to be free 99 okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's, like, the strollers that are, like, all decked out. Yeah, like $500. Uh-huh. Do you remember when you came with me to get that stroller I so sure I didn't do. get murdered? Yeah, just yeah, it was your murder backup plan. <laughs> but also you gave me the money because I left my wallet at home. <laughs> that was special, yes. And I was like, I'll write you a check, murder Craigslist person. <laughs> this is on Craigslist, right? <laughs> yeah. May I will feel trip to cat to grab this stroller that you can run with is that, is that so what it is? it's the bob uh-huh. stroller and they're like five hundred dollars brand new uh-huh. now i will say if i had you know just money to throw around at stuff like that i would recommend you're into the bob yeah it was worth buying used for uh-huh. sure this is not an ad i promise you guys <laughs> we're not sponsored <laughs> yet <clears throat> um so that's no, and so yeah, feeling like you have to buy all sorts of like new, brand new, like bottle warmers. That's the thing. Uh-huh. Like an actual machine that you put a bottle in to like warm up the milk. Uh-huh. You don't need to do that. Right. And it's just more clutter. Just lots of shit in your house. Well, don't you think like there's like, uh, like a guilt or an expectation for women? To have these things so that they feel like they're doing an okay job of being a parent. Yes. And that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a full-on panic attack the morning of my baby shower here in Seattle because we didn't have the crib yet. So our baby shower was in November. Uh-huh. And Charlotte was due in early January. Uh-huh. And I didn't have a crib yet. Uh-huh. And I was, like, freaking out about it. And I, like, couldn't breathe. And my heart was racing. And this was, like, on the way to the baby shower. I don't know why I was thinking about this at the time. So we ended up getting the crib, and then Charlotte didn't sleep in it until she was six months old. <laughs> Why? Where was she sleeping? She was sleeping in this um, thing called a rock and play. It's like a little bassinet. Oh, I and see. And she slept in our room because uh, she was waking up all the time. Oh, I see. Yeah. I like to throw that around to Aaron all the time. I'm like... No matter like how much time you spend with Charlotte right now, it'll never equate to the amount of times I was getting up with her twice a night <laughs> in the middle of the night for the first year that she was alive. But we'll talk about all that next week. Oh, that's <laughs> fun. <laughs> um, 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 um. Okay. I think my last gripe about being pregnant was all the advice that people give you. Um. And everybody's favorite piece of advice which never made any sense to me what can you guess what it had to do with Mm, no idea everybody would be like get your sleep now get all the sleep that you can and I'm like I can't bank sleep (laughs) I can't just like is there sleep credits right like can I save my sleep credits so when I'm tired in the coming months I'd be like oh take one of those sleep credits (laughs) like come on people that's terrible advice well and just like a lot of people would would kind of warn you and most people are like over the moon thrilled for you but some people people would be like well your 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 life is just really getting ready to change Uh like you need to be ready for the change that's about to happen in your life right and i'm just like okay what are you trying to say (laughs) (laughs) and people would talk about like the relationship with your husband changing 
Which obviously in a relationship when it's just two people is going to change when you add the dynamic of a third. Yeah. So, okay, you can kind of imagine that. And also just people would talk about how expensive it is. But I think the biggest thing was um, get get as much sleep as you can. And That's it's like, silly. Do you, did you have any people disappear when you got pregnant in terms of friends? Um, I felt like I had some friends disappear after I had the baby. Mm. Yeah. Got it. So, because I think maybe they were just assuming that my life was kind of going in one direction and maybe we didn't have as much in common anymore, but they didn't ask me. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So, but during the pregnancy, it was fine. Yeah, during the pregnancy, yeah. it was fine. But I you're think, still mobile and <laughs> waddling around. But also, like... I didn't give that much uh, power to the pregnancy. Like once I was you really didn't. Yeah, once yes. I was pregnant, it, I wasn't like just always mm-hmm. talking about that. Right. Maybe to the point of like I should have talked about it some more. I don't know. You're my friend. <laughs> like I was just intent on like I'm still Allison. Exactly. I'm doing this thing, yeah. but I'm not like giving my whole life over to this thing. Mm-hmm. I'll do that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think, hmm. and that kind of goes back to that first point. I think people just need to keep their mouths shut. <laughs> I know that's hard to do, everybody. I don't talk to it. I know everybody likes to talk about what they know. <laughs> right. But nobody, nobody wants to hear it. I mean, y'all mean well, but it's all different for everyone, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anything That's else? it. That's it, my friends. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, oh, y'all. Let's talk about our new book club book. Oh, yeah. Didn't we do it already? Have we told people? We have, might have mentioned it. Um, Don't worry. It's real, though. <laughs> all right, guys. Let me look up the author. It is The Erotic Tales for the Punjabi Widow. Yes. This is a Reese Witherspoon book club pick. Yes. And I just got it from the library. And you know I can read it in like three days. I can pass it on to you. Oh. Yeah, because I know you're still on the list. I am. I'm still waiting. Yeah. So next week we'll talk about when we're going to discuss it. So keep that in mind. But you can start reading it now. Yeah. And I'll take a picture of it and put it on the Instagram so y'all can see. Yes. Um, so Instagram is The Great Podcast. Send us an email at thegreatpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else you find wherever your, you your podcast. And yeah. I think we'll- that's it. Check you next time. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.